Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tonight, Mr. Glenn Ford stars in The 39 Steps from Studio One at CBS. You're a woman and you're defenseless and you're alone on the desolate moor in the dark, handcuffed to a murderer who'd stop at nothing to get you off his hands. If that's a situation you enjoy, my lovely, have it and welcome. We invite you to Studio One, radio's celebrated playhouse of dramatic entertainment featuring the world's great stories, novels, and plays in special versions for listening. And now to introduce tonight's great story, here is the director of Studio One, Fletcher Markle. Tonight we present you with a tall and shamelessly exciting story by that wizard among authors of mystery adventure, the late John Buchan. With the 39 Steps, we offer you spies and secrets and high doings in England and Scotland. Romantic interests aren't going to be neglected either. There are at least two mysterious ladies to be heard from, whose charm is equaled only by the trouble in which they get themselves and a certain young man involved. In our story, that young man is a personable Canadian named Richard Hanney. And tonight we have with us in Studio One another personable and very talented Canadian to bring Richard Hanney to life for you, Mr. Glenn Ford. With Mr. Forge, you'll be hearing Kathleen Cordell as Pamela, Mercedes McCambridge as Annabella, and Miriam Wolfe as Annie, with Everett Sloan and John Stanley contributing the largest share of many villainies. The 39 Steps by John Buchan. Please to begin. taken? No. no. I don't think so. Well, would you mind moving your coat? Oh, I'm sorry. That's quite all right. There you are. Thanks. Ah, she was rather good, wasn't she? I beg your pardon? I said she was rather good. Oh, yes, she was. Was that the first turn? No, no, that must have been the third or fourth. Oh, I understand that this is the best music hall in London. Yes, it is. Haven't you ever been here before? No, I just arrived from Canada a few days ago. Uh-huh. You know, I don't usually like music hall entertainment. Please but... be quiet. I want to hear the next time. Oh, I beg your pardon. Ladies and gentlemen, with your kind attention and permission, I have the honor of presenting to you one of the most remarkable men in the world. Every day he commits to memory 50 new facts and remembers every one of them. Facts from history, facts from geography, facts from newspapers... From scientific books, millions and millions of them. Think of the strain involved by his prodigious feet. His feet ain't as big as yours, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm repelling to his feats of memory. Uh, Attention, ladies and gentlemen. Ask him your questions and he'll answer fully and freely. Mr. Memory. Uh, Thank you. 
Echo, a question, please. Ladies first. Where's the old man been since last Saturday? On the booth. Out with a good looker. A serious question, please. What won the Derby in 1921? Mr. Jack Jones, humorist with Steve Donahue up. One by a length of six to one. Second and third, Craig and Erin and Lemonora. Am I right, sir? Right. Who was the last British heavyweight champion of the world? Henry VIII! My old woman! <laughs> it was Bob Fitzsimmons. He defeated Jim Corbett, heavyweight champion of America, at Carson City, Nevada, in October 1897. He was then 34 years of age. Am I right, sir? Right! You know, I think I'm going to ask him a question. Why tell me about it? Another question, please. How far is Winnipeg from Montreal? Ah, a gentleman from Canada. You're welcome here, sir. <laughs> Winnipeg, the third city of Canada and capital of the province of Manitoba. Distance from Montreal, 1,424 miles. Am I right, sir? Quite right. <laughs> I've got to get out of here. Come on, I'll help you. Please, please, I've got to get out. Oh, take my hand. Will you get out of my way? Take my hand and let me clear the way for you. Thank you. Out of the way, coming through. Give us room. Coming through. Lady coming through. There's the door. Hurry, hurry, please. Coming through. Hey, who do you think you're shoving? You, lady coming through. There we are. Thank you. Thank you very much. Don't mention it. I wanted to get out myself. May I come home with you? What? Did my ears deceive me, or did you say, may I come home with you? Yes, please. Well, it sounds like a very excellent idea, but what is the idea? Don't ask questions. Just take me home. I'll tell you when we get there. Well, if that's what you want, come on. There's a bus. Well, here you are. I'll turn on the light. Not yet. What? What's the matter? Here. Let me turn this chair. Now, you can turn on the light. What's this all about? Would you mind turning that mirror face to the wall? Afraid somebody outside might see you? Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I, I haven't that bad a reputation. I'm not worried about your reputation, please. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> all right. All right, you know, you don't have to go out looking for adventure. No, you carry it with you like a child playing alone. Oh, by the way, my name is Henny. Am I allowed to know yours? Smith. Hmm? Oh. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll take your coat. Thank you. You want to know more about me? What do you think I do for a living? Actress? Not in the way you mean. Mm. Chorus? Uh, no. Sorry. Out for adventure? That's right. That's interesting. Don't answer that telephone. Why not? Because I think it's for me. Now, listen, now. Please don't answer. All right. I'll string along. I guess I owe you an explanation. Well, I was hoping we'd get around to that. I suppose your name isn't really Smith. It depends on where I am. You may call me Annabella. Oh, Annabella Smith. A clergyman's daughter, I suppose. Hey, what makes you so nervous? Bothered by the shot in the theater? That shot was fired at me. 
There were two men in that theater who wanted to kill me. Oh, now, you really should be more careful about choosing your gentleman friends. No, no, you don't understand. Well, you don't make it very easy for me now, do you? A beautiful and mysterious woman pursued by gunmen? Sounds like a spy story. That's exactly what it is. You're a spy? I prefer the word agent. For what country? For any country that pays me. I suppose you've come here to dig up some great big state secret. No. As a matter of fact, I'm here to save a secret from being dug up. A very important secret of this country. Not because I love England, but because it will pay me better that way. Thank you, on behalf of the British Empire. But if this is serious, a very clever agent of a certain foreign power is on the point of obtaining a secret vital to your air ministry. I tracked two of his men to that music hall. Unfortunately, they recognized me. That's why they're after me now. Have you ever heard of a thing called um, persecution mania? You don't believe it? Frankly, I don't. Go and look down into the street, then. What? Go to the window. Look down into the street. You'll probably see two men lounging around opposite the entrance to this building. Well, all right, I'll take a look. Might as well give you a chance to prove your preposterous theory. Oh. You win. They're there? Yes, they're there. I'd hoped I'd shaken them off. I'm going to tell you something which isn't very healthy for you to know. But now that they've followed me here, you're in this just as much as I am. How do you mean? Have you ever heard of the 39 Steps? What's that, a pub? Never mind. The important thing is that a state secret will be taken from this country unless I stop those men. Well, why don't you phone the police or something? Because they wouldn't believe me any more than you did. And if they did, how long do you think it would take them to get going? Oh, no, these men act quickly. And you don't know how clever their chief is. He's clever and ruthless. Well, who is he? What's his name? He has a dozen names, and he can look like a hundred people. There's one thing he can't disguise. Part of his little finger on the left hand is missing. And if ever you should meet such a man, be very careful, my friend. I'll remember. Meanwhile, what are you going to do? May I stay here? Well, you're welcome to my bed here. I'll catch a nap on the couch. Thank you. Now, see here, I'm going to lock you in the bedroom. No, there's no need of that. Oh, yes. After all, if your story is true, your safety is pretty important to England. I'm going to lock you in the bedroom. Then if those men force their way into the apartment, they'll have to deal with me and they won't be able to get you. Thank you, Mr. Handy. And I'm very tired. Do you think it would be all right if I went to the bedroom now? Don't get up. Stay in that chair till I switch off the lights. <laughs> You've certainly changed since you came in here, Mr. Hanny. to get to you. But you're next. Oh, see here, stop talking. You're too weak to talk. Oh, no, listen. Hold me. I must tell you. 
man in Scotland. In Altnashalik. Altnashalik. Go to him and tell him. Who is he? What's his name? His, his name. His name, Annabella. His name? Hello? Mr. Henny. Yes? Is Annabella dead? Who is this? Never mind. 